Ah, do you wish there was something better to listen to on that awful commute to work or that tedious temper tantrum filled school run? Look no further and listen to a game of two halves. Hello. Hello. Ich dann. Und Kirsty. <laughs> Why'd you say that Joshi? Joshi Bishley? Any Kirsty? I don't know, I just did. Anywho, welcome to episode 11 of A Game of Two Halves, the topical entertainment comedy podcast. Do you like what I did there? Do you want to add any more words mm, to that? Much love. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, so we're kicking things off today with the results of our little segment, which is What's That Noise? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you remember rightly, the noise was this. <coughs> and uh, here it is again. <coughs> so what guesses have we had, please, Christy? I don't know, you were in charge of that. Right. Well, somebody said, <laughs> which we've had this guess last time as well, and somebody said it was putting coins in a jar. That is... That is incorrect, Kirsty. Oh, we no. also what? I said, oh no. Oh no. We also had somebody who said that it was um, keys dropping in a sink. That is also incorrect. Unfortunately, why would you drop? Why would? Why would? Why? Why, would, why you would you record these sounds in the first place? Well, I didn't. It was a sound well, effect. Well, I know, but like, what? Like, someone had to record it at one point. I know what I'll do. I'll record some random noises today and yes, sell them. Uh, you ever heard of Foley? No. Okay. Anyway, and another guess that somebody said was the same as last time, which was dropping a spoon into a glass... And that is also not correct. Am I allowed to say my guess? Is this the last time? This is the last time so you can freely guess away, Bish. Right, well, it's a long-winded answer. Right, okay. Okay, but do you know them jars that you get from, like, the super... Well, from, you know, reputable outlets... And you can store, like, pasta in them and stuff... And they have, like, the rubber seal... And they've got, like, a metal clasp... I think it sounds like you're opening one of them. And that is Woohoo. You saw the you saw it written down though, didn't you? That's the real No, reason. genuinely like if that's what I was gonna answer, that would be what it was. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's that what it sounds like. Well, I don't believe that that is the case. I think that you're making it up. Right? No. What do you mean, no? I mean, no, I'm not making it up. Well, you clearly are making it up. Okay. Every single Can word Can we of it. move on? I'm bored now. I'm bored of you, nasty. Anyway, this part of the show is what we normally do every show, which is the amazing trivia. Can you remember what the scores were from last time? I've got them written down, but you won't let us rustle me papers, so you're going to have to edit this bit. So I think that it was 156 to you and 148 to me. Nope. 165 and 159. I knew there was six in it. I just couldn't... I thought that was, that must have been the previous, previous episode. Right. Did you do quizzy bits? 
all two quizzy bits. We did. <laughs> Press the button. Press the button. What are you laughing at? Where's the button? You arranged it. You should know where the button is. It's my turn to spin the wheel. I feel like it's my turn. I think it's your turn to spin the goddamn wheel, okay? Yeah. What is it going to land on today? I've got no glasses on. I'm so blind. All All about about the tunes. tunes. (laughs) So this is brand spanking new. We haven't actually officially got any rules for it. But basically, it's a music quiz. All about music. Oh my god. (laughs) So I think we're going to do it the same format as the last quiz, which is basically... Um, similar to Let's Get Quizzical. It's just quick fire questions, one point per answer. Ten I think, questions? I think, yes, ten questions each. I think we'll keep it simple and we'll just do one point, no bonuses or anything like that, just so it's really simple and straightforward. What about lives? I think we'll keep that as three lives. As uh, No, if it's quick fire, it's no lives. It's just continue until you finish the questions. Okay. All right, so we are going to be asking, I know we said 10 questions initially, but it's going to be 12, just the way the game works. Um, There are a total of six categories in this quiz. They are 80s, 90s, 21st century, titles, initials, and oldies. It's your turn to go first. You'll be asked two questions from each category. Are you ready? Yep. And I'm going to mix them up as well. No, I'm not, because I'll confuse myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, in 1988, Big Fun became the first British hit for which Detroit dance band? I can't, it's not multiple choice, you've just got to know the answer, I'm No afraid. idea. You're going to pass? Are you going to guess anyway? Pass. So the answer was Inner City. Ever heard of them? Oh, I? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Rave down the club. Okay, question number two. Mm-hmm. Rave down the club? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Which band had a number three hit in 1996 with Trash? Now, this is from the 90s, just a, <laughs> but the, the when you were born. I was three years old when this came out. Not necessarily. It's the 90s. It doesn't say 1990. It, said ni- it did. It said 1996. Oh, and the 90s run from 1990. Oh, my God. I'm not a fucking idiot. Now, well, just the you question. just said something a bit stupid there, my dear. I have no idea. No idea what that is. Pass again. Pass. The answer was suede. <laughs> oh, I've heard of them. Have you? Yes. Really? Really? <laughs> okay, question number three. Which comic character duetted with Shaggy on the number two Hit Me Julie in 2002? Annie G. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. I absolutely loved that film. It was awesome. Question number four, which is from the titles category. Complete the title of Brian Adams' hit from 1999, Cloud Number Blank. Has to be nine. (laughs) <laughs> that is correct okay next question which is the initials category oh you'll know this one We're, I'm really disappointed that you'll know this one which 2008 song by Kings of Leon has the initials S or F 2008 yeah oh it's like on fire why am I sitting working that out I'm like S could stand for 
sausage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number six, which is the oldies category, Let's Stay Together, was a top ten hit for Tina Turner in 1983. Who had an American number one with it in 1972? Pass. It was Al Green. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know who that is. I know who Al Green is, but I didn't know that he covered that song. Okay, so next set of questions for you. Categories are refreshed, you'll be pleased to know. So this is the 80s category. Which married couple had a 1984 hit with Love Wars? Oh, pass. So it's Womack and Womack. Okay. Yeah. Eating at the base. No, that's what they're called. Who the fuck are Walmart and Walmart? Oh, I, I don't. I, I just ring them. I've, I've got them on speed dial. In the 90s category, which duo had a hit with the 1994 comic relief single Absolutely Fabulous? I hate these, by the way. This just. Oh. Is it a band or is it comics? I can't really tell you. Well, I said these, so it's obviously more than one person. Well, uh, well it's, it does say that it's a duet as well. Mm-hmm. Which duo? Mm-hmm. I have no idea past. Pet Shop Boys. Oh. 21st century category. How did Lily Allen pronounce the title of her 2006 hit, LDN? It's London. Yeah, London. <laughs> <laughs> Titles now. Complete the title of U2's number one hit from 2005, Sometimes You Can't Blank. I don't know. I don't like U2. Pass. Sometimes you can't make it on your own. Woohoo! Initials now. Mm-hmm. Which 1994 song by Dupe has the initial D? By Dupe. <laughs> by Dupe. And how are you spelling Dupe? D double O P. Dupe. Is it Dupe? Oh yes. my life! <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you were coughing? <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, final question in the oldies category. Mm -hmm. Which American group had the original hit in 1956 with The Great Pretender, later covered by Freddie Mercury? I have no idea, pass. It was The Platters. (coughs) Okay. Do do they plat hair or bread? They sing songs. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on swiftly. Right, okay, your turn. Are you ready? Oh, as I'll ever be, I suppose. Okay, 1980s. Which dance group had hits in the late 1980s with We Called It A Seed and It's Time To Get Funky? Uh, the Boogie Sisters. You'll be surprised to know. <laughs> was it wrong? Damn! Yes, it was D-Mob. Oh, you're so close. 1990s, which rapper had his last top 10 British hit with Adam's Groove from the 1991 film The Adam's Family? Oh, f- Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one from the 90s. That MC Hammer. Of. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't have got that. 21st century in 2004 somebody told me became the first top three single for which american rock band the killers 
All right. I just I know that because I like them. Oh, oh, by the way, how many points did you get? I forgot to ask you. I got five. Oh, woohoo. I know, thank you. Anyway, uh, titles. Complete the title of Wet Wet Wet's number one hit single from 1992. Goodbye. <laughs> it doesn't just end there, by the way. The, the, the only... Oh, I know this is completely wrong. That's <laughs> why I'm so bad at music. <laughs> My lover. <laughs> and then it was covered by James Blunt. No, uh, Goodbye Girl. Oh, it goodbye was either girl. I was either going to say Goodbye Son or Goodbye My Lover. So, so you went with James Blunt. Either way, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have got it right. Okay. Initials. Which 2006 song by Sandy Tom was the initials IWIWAPR? I wish I was a punk rocker. And then in brackets. With flowers in her hair. I was going to say that. <laughs> the initials, man, you're such a bitch. <laughs> right. That is correct. Uh, oldies. With which group did Midge Ewer. Who? Ewer. Have his first number one hit single. I'm sure he was in like Big Brother, Midge Ewer. It's U R E, just in case that helps. What was the question again? So, with which group. Did Midge Year have his first number one hit single? Stop looking at the answers. I wasn't, uh, to be honest. We, in which group? Yes. So Midge Year. 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 Um, the Boogie Sisters. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've got no foggy idea. Silk. Oh yeah, that was oh, damn. 1980s. Which song only reached number 95 for Bonnie Tyler in 1988, but was still a top ten, a top five hit for Tina Turner in the following year? Do you want me to repeat the question? My heart will go on. I didn't say Celine. <laughs> <laughs> you do know, right, that the I best. haven't got a single. When you picked clue. this up, you wanted to do it. I know, but sometimes. It's it's the taking part that counts. Okay. 1990s. In 1992, I Drove All Night became the last top ten hit for which American singer who died in 1988? So he died in 1988, but he had a single in 1992 called I Drove All Night. I know the song. I just can't picture who. I Drove um, All Night. Because I like the song. Um, but I can't picture who. Dee, 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 dee. Yes, I, I get it. Um, pack it in, man. It's catchy. Mm, pass, I can't think of it. Gonna kick myself. If I said it was the same person that sang Pretty Woman, nope. You actually, you love that film? Well, I did, yeah, but music is not Roy the strong point. Orbison. No, would never have got that in a million years. 21st century. And you better get this one. <laughs> In 2000, Born to Make You Happy became the second number one hit single for which American singer? I was born to make you happy. Again, I know the song. I just can't. <gasps> What's your answer? American singer. Mm-hmm. In 2000s. Think of a big name from the 2000s. Pass. Oh, my life. Britney Spears. I was thinking of a man. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. No. <laughs> right. You will go with what Carry the wheel on. dictates. Oh, really? Yes. Titles. Complete the title of Cispress's 
number one hit from the 1988 theme from. So it's S apostrophe expresses. <clears throat> Theme from space. <laughs> <laughs> from suspresses. Are you fucking shitting me? No. Do you know Why? How, do you, well, do you remember Dupe? Who were them? I don't know. And other. Oh. oh my god. Wow. Get, get, right, you need to speak to the, the manufacturer of this quiz. Um, initials. Which 2001 song by Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman has the initials SS? They only had one song together, Dylan. Uh, um, I'm really starting to question our relationship. I, I know all of the songs. I just can't think of There's the titles literally and the names. Just one Sing, like go through it in your head sing it because it's in there they say it but I can't mine's gone blank now you put us on the spot you sing it no because I'll give it away <laughs> <laughs> alright okay I've got it now <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know man is it like something so beautiful or something Something stupid, and then I go and start I know it all. the song, like, I know the song. Right, stop shouting at us! Fucking hell. Right, oldies. Who wrote and recorded the original version of Red Red Wine? Red Red UB40. Wine. Was it Bob Marley? <laughs> Delay. Uh, uh, well, you keep know. going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> um, what's that really old band? Oh, Kirsty, fuck off! <laughs> it was Neil Diamond. Okay. Okay, you got three. I got five. Awesome. So I'm another two points lagging behind now. That's wonderful. That's yes. Absolutely great. So, what does that do to the total scores? I've got 170, and you have 162. Okay, no problem. <laughs> well, it is a slight problem. It's quite annoying. <laughs> but nevertheless. So, what's happening, Chuck? Sorry, I don't know who you're talking to. You, bitch tits. Hey. Right, so. What are we talking about? Hold on. Is it my time now? No, it's not. You oh, just press the button. What are we for... talking about? Are we talking about... We're talking about whatever I want to talk about, bitch. Right, okay, carry on, carry on. Thank you. Okay, Are so... we talking about... Oh, my life, <laughs> will you shut up? What? I'm ready for, to listen. No, because I'm just as soon as I say something... <laughs> I'm ready to listen to you, my dear. Okay, so carry on. So we're going to talk about... I can see talk- it inching towards the microphone. Today, we're going to be talking about the Great British Bake Off. No. Yes. It's week two. And it's Biscuit Week. And we're a little bit behind. Where are we? Only a week. Only a week. But that's to stop spoilers, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the excuse I'm And using. it gives plenty of people to catch up and then we're going to talk about it together, can't we? Yeah. So, I have wrote some notes about it so that I can discuss it in depth. So, um... Are we going to talk about the biscuits? Yes. 
Okay. Yep. Are you hungry? Because you're like smacking your lips together. You're like. I am actually a bit hungry. But anyway, that's another point. <laughs> Can you get on with it, please? Because so, I'm going to go fall asleep. Rude. I'm joking, man. Just carry so on. So biscuits, first of all, they had to do um, a... It was a signature challenge and they had to basically make a biscuit that was coated in chocolate, didn't they? The first one. Oh. It was enrobed. I have the worst memory in the world. Oh, my God. Okay. So I thought all the flavours sounded really, really interesting. Um, Michelle, the the wife from Wales, um, she looked really confident in making her chocolate covered biscuits. Um, so I'm guessing that she has a lot of experience in baking, um, like maybe like home baking, I think. But she she didn't seem to be very phased by the challenge. Um, and then um, Amelia, she always picks really good and interesting flavour combinations. I think like from the last couple of weeks. But she always seems to have something lacking. So this time it was the crispness of the biscuit. Our biscuits were quite sort of, we'll say flexible. <laughs> they were. We'll say shite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say cake-like. And then, if I say his name, you're not going to get annoyed, are you? Yes, but carry on. So Jamie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, obviously a lot of people thought that he should have gone last week including us um, but he seemed quite chilled this week considering what a dangerous position he was in and obviously clearly should have went last week um, and when they were getting their biscuits ready out of the moulds and stuff to put them on the plate he was only just putting his in the fridge so that didn't really work out very well for him well, how did he even get onto the show? Like, surely. Well, I know he made cakes without putting eggs in, like. Surely they must. Did just you? To save themselves the embarrassment of somebody not being able to cook anything. <laughs> surely they must have to bake something. Who. Did he put weed oh. in it? Is that what the issue was? Like, he made have a space cake. Ah, oh, come on in, Jimmy, son. Are you done with your little rant? No. Okay. But I thought it was really nice that everyone started helping. So Michelle helped Jamie and then there was a lot of people crowding around um, one of the other blokes. I can't remember who it was. Um, trying to get them sorted. And I feel like that sort of camaraderie was really nice to see. It's a competition. Oh it's, my God. It's doggy dog. If I was on that, I'd be like, no, fuck you, fuck you. Hope, you. hope your biscuits burn. I know, but if you were done... Would you not help? You would just stand and yeah, watch. Yeah, I would stand oh and God, laugh. You're horrible, you. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the technical. So, um, it was fig rolls. I think it was basically the first technical I've ever watched where everyone did okay. There were some that were flat. Were some... you watching the same thing I was yes. watching? Okay. Everyone did all right. So, no one was perfect. And some of them were too flat. Some of them were fat. Some just of them like were... Me misshapen some of them weren't even some of them were like weren't cooked all the way through but like you know that it was a pretty level playing field really sounds like you're describing there me wasn't... to be honest fat misshapen <laughs> <laughs> flat gooey in the middle <laughs> um it was kind of a even play the most even playing field it's it's been for a technical i don't think there was anyone that was a disaster and uh, there was no one that was like 
really, really brilliant. Well, Do you know what I mean? I would classify Jimmy as a disaster. Oh, right, okay. Well, you would, man. How we, man. I know, but for the technical, he didn't like. He, he did the worst, I think, but he didn't do awful. I think he was. I think he was eleventh um, out of twelve. He's literally just left primary school. I can't oh, believe that you can't really talk. You're like what, two, three years older than him? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he was. That's 20. quite a bit older. <laughs> Anyway. Seven is quite a large number in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Okay. Granddad. Right, moving on. Sure, stop by the hat to do a 3D sculpture. Do you remember this bit at all? Yes. Okay. So, Prue started by saying, which I thought was really good, um, that basically it didn't matter how, look, how good it looked. If it tasted crap, that, like, that was the be-all and end-all. They're, they're absolutely full of shit, though, because when it looks good, sorry... When it tastes amazing and looks shit, they're like, oh, well, yeah, it tastes good, but oh, no, the presentation is very not good. Well, I know, but like, fuck off, I Prue. think a lot of the people, though, have been, in over previous years, have been going for style over substance. And I think it's got to a point now where it's a big in competition. Like, yes, it's got to look nice and it's got to, you know, have that level of presentation. But at the end of the day, if your biscuits are crap, then you can't bake, yeah? You might be able to make it look pretty, but if they don't taste good or they're overbaked, then what's the point? Anyway. <laughs> I'm so, just sighing. I don't have a comment. <laughs> so Michael nearly had a meltdown um, with his biscuits. Basically, I thought he was. I thought he, we were going to have like the first proper meltdown of the series. You know when he glued them wrong? He glued oh, yeah. the roof wrong. Glued, glued them on backwards. He glued the wrong sides together, yeah. Wow. You couldn't really tell by the time he was done, but, like, he started proper freaking out. Yeah. Um. Basically, pretty, pretty much everyone went for an animal. So we had chicken, tortoise, cat, spider, and a sheep. Um, the judges weren't overly impressed with Amelia's dolphin. And that was because she kind of stacked it. So a lot of people like glued pieces together like Michael did and, and made it like a proper 3D sculpture. Whereas she made it like layered and stacked the biscuits and then stuck them on rather than sort of making the dolphin freestanding. It was just like six biscuits glued together. Mm-hmm. Um, Not in the shape of a dolphin, but like bigger, getting smaller and going backwards and getting bigger. It was... I didn't really think it fit, fitted the brief properly and I thought it was a little bit of cheating and our biscuits weren't that good. So I feel like moving forward, she's in quite a bit of trouble, quite a, quite a bit of dangerous position. So Alice and her sheep, as well as her other creations, won Star Baker. It was Baker. bad. Oh, no. No, it was really good. <laughs> I just wanted to get that really shitty joke okay. in there and it's done now. No, it was Because she, she created like a, a spherical sheep um, with macarons on the side of it. And it looked really cute and it had a tiny little enclosure, like a tiny little field and the fat sheep fit in the whole of the field. It was cute. It was really like cute. Um, obviously, Jamie did go home. Ah, uh, spoiler. So if you didn't watch last week's, well, which episode two, you know, it's Jamie. Bah. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> And I feel like, so even happy. though I'm happy that he's 
gone because I do feel like it was the the right decision. I feel like that should have been done last week, and I'm yes. a bit disappointed that we didn't get to see any more from Dan. Yes, I think Jamie is nice of a person as he is. You oh, know. you're backtracking a little bit now. No, I've never <laughs> said he's a bad person. He's as nice as a person that he is. He's just not. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he's gone now, and it's... Uh, Bring back Dan. Bring back Dan. Bring back Dan. So anyway... So next week is Bread Week. Tuesday at 8pm. Get it watched. So yes, and remember, we are a week behind, so that'll give you plenty of chance to catch up if you haven't already to save us spoiling it for you. So it'll um, be on tonight? Yeah, no, it's Monday tonight, my dear. It'll be on tomorrow night. No, you've just said we're a week behind, so this will get uploaded on the Tuesday. Yes, bread week. but if we're talking about the time now... <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you've told me not to do that. It doesn't... Uh, right, okay. So when this gets uploaded, it'll be on the night of... Yes. Potentially. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're the one that told me this before we started. You were like, don't talk about the don't talk about the day, don't talk about the time, because it'll be a week. Okie dokie, that's not a problem, okay? Are we done now? <laughs> Are we done now? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Turn the volume up, ladies and gentlemen. Dylan's special time. All right, bitch. What we're talking about? <laughs> so what we're talking about? Uh, the laptop's gone dead, man. Well, not dead, but it's gone. What's it called? It's gone to CPs. So, follow, <laughs> so following on from the <laughs> the complaints that we oh, yeah. discussed in episode nine, we're we going to read the polls and things. Yes, right. Okay, that's all. So we've had some. We've had a poll running on Facebook and a poll running on Twitter. The majority of people, well, the people who answered on Facebook, the majority of them would go to both the manufacturer and the supermarket that you bought the bread from and apparently that's just to get more money out of them so which is wrong don't do that people let's have a look <laughs> so um laurie said that i would complain to the manufacturing company if there was something wrong with the product i would tell them that so that they're aware of the issue a grocery store will write it off as a loss and nothing more will come of it um someone put would have to be worth a lot more than a loaf of bread that was Emma. Um, we've also got one from Diane. Supermarket where you bought it from. I would only ever go to the manufacturers once with a packet of Walker's crisps because there was an empty bag and received a £4.50 voucher. So it just depends on what the issue is. And then loads of people saying both, most. Some people saying supermarket is it's their responsibility to deal with the producer. Um and yeah, loads of people saying that I would go to the supermarket because they'll just refund it anyway. So kind of what's the point in going any further? Um, then having a look at the Twitter poll. Yes, the Twitter poll. So 38% said they would go to the brand. 50% said they would go to the shop that they bought it from. And 12% said they just wouldn't bother. <laughs> Lazy. So the moral of that story is I win. No, yeah. no, they're just basically saying I would go to the shop for convenience. But the people who did say that they would go to the manufacturer, 
said that they would do it because nothing would change. So my point is right. What's the point of that? Going to the shop if the complaint is about the seed, what the, what is the shop going to do about the seeds? All they're going to do is give her a refund, but the seeds won't change. Anyway, this is eating into Dylan's ah, special hey, time. Mike. We've done Kirsty's me time. We've done There's a lot of flatulence in this episode. Me time. I'm trying to say Kirsty's me time without it being interrupted by anything, whether that's a burp, <laughs> whether that's a laugh, whether that's me whacking my knee off the desk that I've done twice. <laughs> So, five, four, three, two, one. Kirsty's me time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What was I even saying that for now? Oh, this is Dylan's special time, not Kirsty's me time. Okay. Now, can you console yourself, please? <laughs> Anyway, what are we talking about? Anyway, we'll wait until you can stop laughing. Uh, okay, you. I've stopped. <laughs> stop looking at us! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, Wait, I can just see you. Right. So. In Dylan's special time today, moving on from the Waitrose complaint, which obviously was about the seeded loaf, bloomer, whatever you want to call it. It was a bloomer. Oh, we've got a fact you <laughs> This is Dylan's special time. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop being a cock. Just shh. So, moving on from that. Let's talk about nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> These are real complaints received by a, a travel agent. <laughs> 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 anyway. Okay, so... Mature adults. These are real complaints received by a travel agent, shall we say. Thomas Cook. (laughs) Those of you that haven't heard of Thomas Cook, they're especially large in the UK. I'm not sure what they're like overseas, but they've got quite a strong foothold in the UK. Some of them are really stupid, and I can't believe these people walk amongst us. So... One complaint said, on my holiday to Goa in India, I was disgusted to find that almost every restaurant (laughs) served curry. I don't like spicy food. Well, (laughs) you went to the wrong place, mister. (laughs) Marjorie, you should have just stayed at home. I didn't like curry. Well, (laughs) do you know when you go to an Indian takeaway, like, what do they specialise in? Like, brain, are we? Honestly, can can I have chicken nuggets? Can I just have chips, please? You got any Chinese food? (laughs) (laughs) Number two, they should not allow topless sunbathing on the beach. It was very distracting for my husband who just wanted to relax. Oh, hey, love. If you think that's what he was doing. Yeah. You need to get a grip. So another one said, we went a holiday to Spain and had a problem with the taxi drivers as they were all Spanish. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you actually joking? No shit, Sherlock. The, the taxi driver was Spanish in Spain. What? Wow. Cray cray. We booked an excursion to a water park, but no one told us we had to bring our own swimsuits and towels. We assumed it would be included in the price. Right. I I feel that's beyond stupid anyway. But I've also just thought of a secondary thing. So, like, what did they do? Did they just go in their clothes? Run. Or did they just 
not do anything and that's why they're complaining. They just run and naked. Why would you why would you wear a provided because if they were going to provide bathing costumes, right? They would be used. Would you want to wear a used bathing costume? That's something that goes around your privates. No. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, Sorry. this one is one of my favourite ones. So, because I can't feasibly see how anybody ever, unless you like just, God. Just get to it. <laughs> so, the beach was too sandy. We had to clean everything when we returned to our room. Oh, I'm sorry, Margaret. You can get pebble beaches. Let me just come and bring a fucking bucket and remove some of this sand for you. (laughs) No. (laughs) This one's good as well. I'm reading this for the first time. (laughs) So we found the sand was not like the sand in the brochure. The brochure shows the sand as white, but it was more of a yellow. Has <laughs> he never heard of Photoshop? I, no, I think some people, whatever they see, they expect. Um, it's lazy of the local shopkeeper. The lo- wow, <laughs> it's lazy of the local shopkeepers in Puerto Valeratato to close in the afternoons. I often needed to buy things during siesta time. This should be banned. Oh, my God. (laughs) God forbid they celebrated their own sort of culture. Jesus Christ. So this one's a particularly good one. That would be like people coming over here and going, why the shop shut on bank holiday? I know. No one told us there would be fish in the water. (laughs) The children were scared. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something, Einstein. That's where fish live. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Where do you think fish come from? Although the brochure said that there was a fully equipped kitchen, there was no egg slicer in the drawers. Right. I feel like that's a speciality <laughs> item. We don't have an egg slicer. We bought one for your dad the other week. But, like, it's not really a priority item. I think as long as you've got some spoons, some cutlery, and some pans, you'll be all right. So I think it should be explained in the brochure that the local convenience store does not sell proper biscuits like custard creams or ginger nuts. <laughs> because they're British biscuits and they're taking the water. Like, what? Okay. So I would like a hobnob. There's no frickin' hobnobs. Oh, my God. There's no chocolate hobnobs. So- Brenda. <laughs> Brenda in Spain, how are Mario. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's Italy, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, it is. But also, you've got to remember that these are British people going away. Yes. So it wouldn't be called Mario. It'd be called Brenda. Brenda down in Bellamadina. No man, the shopkeeper in the shop. Oh, right. Okay. I get where you're coming from. (laughs) Okay. So, the roads were uneven and bumpy, so we could not read the local guidebook during the bus ride to the resort. Because of this, we were unaware of many things that would have made our holiday more fun. Could you not have read it when you got off the bus? I mean, you know, you could, could have... Could you not have read it on an evening when you had nothing else to do? Could you not have re- read it on the toilet when you were having a shite? Re- ever heard of, you know, the internet as well? Possibly it's available online. Or possibly you get it as... You know, anyway. <laughs> it took us nine... <laughs> it took us nine hours to fly home from Jamaica to England. 
it took the Americans only three hours to get home. This seems unfair. <laughs> right. Newsflash. Right. Jamaica is closer to the United States. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there's a few more. So I compared the size of our one-bedroom suite to our friend's three-bedroom, and ours was significantly smaller. Let me guess, by two bedrooms? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do they want? What, like, they want the same space, but only one bedroom? Well, no, because there's one... Life doesn't work like that. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> That's why you pay less for a one-bedroom. Okay. So the the brochure said the brochure stated no hairdressers at the resort. We're trainee hairdressers, and we think they knew and made us wait longer for service. Wow! Like I cannot believe that one. Uh, like, wow! I'm actually <laughs> speechless. Like they do realize they mean that there's no hair, so you can't get your hair cut by anyone professionally at the resort, rather than. There's no hairdressers allowed in this resort. <laughs> they it, knew that we were trainee hairdressers like, and they made us wait longer. Like there's some sort of predator, like you're not allowed into the country, you cut people's hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when we were in Spain, there were too many Spanish people. The receptionist spoke Spanish. The food was Spanish. Nobody told us there would be so many foreigners. Well, technically, in that scenario, you were the foreigner. (laughs) Like, God forbid you go to another country and have to deal with their Spanish food and their Spanish... Like, you go to that country, like, they have to come over here and have fish and chips and English food and... Oh, my life. Yeah. So, yeah. Wonderful. So... Um, so there's too many Spanish people in Spain. That's that's that's, what, that's the uh, top and bottom of that one. Um, the next one, um, this particular lady said that we had to line up outside to catch a boat, and there was no air conditioning. So there's no air conditioning outside, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All my life, sort that out, Spain. Like Jesus, how do you know it's Spain? I just presume you it's just Spain. Ju- everything's about everything's Spain. Everything's Spanish. Every, every English person goes to Spain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It is your duty as a tour operator to advise us of noisy or unruly guests before we travel, so they can also predict the future. Wow. Do you know what? Oh, Susan, hold on. I'm, I'm getting something through me tea leaves. You're an arsehole. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, two more. So, I was bitten by a mosquito. The brochure did not mention mosquitoes. Well, I'm sorry, that just comes with... You know, looking up the country that you're going to, pretty much all of them have mosquitoes. <laughs> like hot, humid countries. If you're going to go to a hot, humid country, you're probably going to be dealing with mosquitoes. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. So. I haven't been abroad that often, and I know that. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's common sense, man. <laughs> so anyway, this is one of my. This is probably the favourite one out of the list, and it also happens to be the last one. So, my fiance and I requested twin beds when we booked but instead we were placed in a room with a king-size bed we now hold you personally responsible and want to be reimbursed for the fact that i became pregnant this would not have happened if you had put us in the room that we booked so it had nothing to do with her not keeping our legs shut or being on contraception or, you know, actually taking responsibility for her body. It's the fact that Thomas Cook made made her sleep in a king-size bed. Of course it is. With Avianci. What else would it be? Of course it's Thomas. That's a legitimate complaint. 
Uh, basically, um, Thomas Cook um, got her pregnant. Speechless. The Thomas whole Cook. lot of them. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, <Mingin. laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Trust you to take it that way. So anyway, the point is, people, before you complain to Thomas Cook, Use just brain. <laughs> listen to this podcast and think, has anybody ever complained about this before? And if they have, just don't do it. Well, no, like if you've got a genuine, legitimate, not bullshit reason like these guys, like... All right, well, which one, which one of them complaints is legitimate? Well, no, none of them are, but that <laughs> wouldn't have been all of the complaints ever received by Thomas Well, Cook. no, they wouldn't clearly have... not, because then... I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure not. I mean, that would be... I, I would, if I want to work in their complaints department, if that's the case, like, because they do nothing. Uh, so anyway, yeah, so don't be stupid. Just think about what you're saying before you say it, like... Oh, I've gone to India. Why did they only serve curry? Because that's their national dish, maybe? That's what they're known for? So, if you go to a, you know, a holiday, on holiday with a, you know, beaches, there will be sand. There will be fish in the sea, no matter where you go, that has sea, to be honest. Unless it's like, you know, a polluted sea, and then you won't be going there in the first place. Unless you're weird. Oh, yeah, unless you're weird. Um, travel agents can't predict the future, read tea leaves or have crystal balls. There's also not air conditioning outside. Anywhere. <laughs> and if you go to a hot, humid country, expect beasties and mosquitoes to bite you. If you go to, in- if you go to India, there will be curry. Shit. If you go to Spain, there will be Spanish food. And like, Spanish people. I feel people. like that's really entitled. Like, we go to other people's countries, right? And we expect them to have English food. Yet they come here, and I know we have like takeaway restaurants and stuff. But how many Spanish places can you think of that we have over here? I, I can't think, think of one. Then there'll be there'll be loads down south. There will be loads in London because it's obviously multicultural. But if you come up north, like we aren't as um, diverse as what they are down south, and like we go, oh well, they just have to deal with it. But. When we go over there, we make complaints about the fact that they only serve curry or they only have Spanish food. And God forbid, in Spain, you have Spanish food. So, yeah. Um, and an egg slicer is not a necessary component to a kitchen. I've lived outside of my mum's home for six years without an egg slicer and I'm still alive. Well, I've never owned an egg slicer. But having said that, I'm not part of the elite. I mean, neither is my dad, but... He's and now, now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he has no. a lot of boiled eggs, whereas no. we don't. No offense, Dad. That's because he's got no teeth. Also, no offense, Dad. Um, they don't but, need to know about yeah. his dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, <laughs> he received a bill yesterday. <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, so anyway, yeah, I just wanted to share those with you because they were absolutely ludicrous. So, yeah. Just think about what you're saying. Think about what what you're complaining about, and is it actually necessary for you to to, to say that? Like, yes, of course they're gonna have like common sense, guys. Common sense. Yeah. Same right. with the seeded bloomer. To be fair. I know. Right. So it is inspiration collation time. Inspiration collation. So Kirsty. Have you found, well, this is the part of the show where we like to leave you with something uplifting. Not that those complaints weren't uplifting enough, like, 
But there's a lot of negativity, as always, happening in the world today, and we just wanted to leave you with something a little bit nice and positive. And as cheesy as that is, Kirst, you can take it away now. Okay, so I quite like this one. I feel like it's very inspiring, and obviously that's what we're going for. So, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. That's nice. Right, so one last comment from me. There are Spanish people in Spain. And <laughs> you shitting us. No. Um, but yes, thank you very much for listening to this and our previous episodes. We have all, well, 11, technically 12, technically 13, if you count the trailer episodes available to listen to. So we do like to hear your comments and feedback. So mm-hmm. feel free to get to us on our socials at Geo2Halves. That'll be really nice. And do you have anything to finish with, Kirsty? Uh, no. No? Let's be done. Okay. Good day. Goodbye. It means the world to us that you've taken the time to listen to our show. If you want more, please subscribe on iTunes. If you have a few spare seconds to leave us a review, you will be forever in our hearts. Log on to GameOf2.com for more of what you came here for.